Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Let us talk about our brother Moses. You know Moses, the man who supervised one of the most dramatic acts of emancipation when he led the Hebrew people out of 400 years of slavery in Egypt onto their way to the promised land. Moses was a great man and a man of human weaknesses, a man who was known as God's friend. Listen to how this man was eulogized. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. Deuteronomy 34, 10 to 12. Let us talk, therefore, about our beloved brother Moses. His life can be divided into three periods. One, in Egypt. Moses was born in Egypt at a time of great turmoil. The Hebrews were slaves in Egypt, including Moses' family. To add to the terrible experience of slavery, the ruler of Egypt had passed a law that all the infant boys in the Hebrew population should be killed. Moses' parents did a brave and crazy thing, and to cut this long story short, the baby Moses was found by Pharaoh's daughter, miraculously given to his mother to raise him up, and then taken to live with his adopted mother in the palace of the Pharaoh of Egypt. This first phase of Moses' life came to a dramatic end when it was discovered a day after that he had killed an Egyptian and he knew that when Pharaoh heard, he would be dead. So he fled the country, leaving behind a life of luxury and wealth. Phase 2. Life in Midian. This refugee met a family in the country called Midian got married to one of the daughters of this family, her name was Zipporah, and they had one son, Gershom. This is how Moses described his life at the birth of his son. I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. Not in a million years could Moses have anticipated what turned out to be phase three of his life. At age 80, this Hebrew man living in a foreign country met God, the God of all creation, the God of his people. This meeting was deliberate as God told him he was chosen to go back to Egypt to lead God's people out of slavery. Let us talk about this last phase of his life. Moses met God at a time when he should be getting ready to die. Our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures. Psalm 90 verse 10. I just want to pause here to say something to you. Moses had no ambition to go back to Egypt. He was quite settled in Midian, but God turned up with this major assignment. All along, God had a plan for Moses' life, and at age 80, God stepped in to introduce Moses to the real purpose of his life. You may be living a regular life as a Christian without any ambition or hint for you to get involved in ministry. One of these days, 
God will bring you face to face with a divine assignment. When you read Exodus 3, you will see that Moses did not accept the assignment without resistance, or better still, without excuses, none of which was foolproof because God's timing is perfect. And when God calls you, my friend, you have to obey. The next 40 years of his life were his best years. That first meeting with God was transforming. By the time that inaugural meeting was done, Moses was on board, not knowing what was ahead, but he took that first step of faith, returned to Egypt, and led God's people out of slavery. Know that if God calls you, he will equip you, he will anoint you, he will take care of you. Moses, the old man, the man who should have been planning his funeral, embarked on this major God assignment. When God calls you, you best know that it is a call to surrender, a call to let God run your life, not you. Saul, the persecutor in the book of Acts, had one of those unexpected experiences. One day, Saul left home to go do what he was passionate about, persecuting Christians. He was on a mission to Damascus to arrest some Christians there. But at midday on his journey, Saul had a life-changing encounter with God. Three days later, Saul heard the plan of God for his life. He was chosen by God to take the gospel to the Gentile community. This was God's plan for his life and the time was right. In the prime of his life, pursuing what he considers to be his life's mission, Saul accepted God's call in a sober way and went on to become one of the greatest Christian leaders in all history. Imagine that 13 of the 27 books in the New Testament were written by a man who did not have any ambition or idea that God had this plan for his life, something something totally different from what he wanted to do. I hope you are getting the point. Moses came into a divine assignment at age 80. Saul came into a divine assignment at the height of his career path of persecuting the Christians in his world, even putting some to death. But God, but God, God called the old man from prince to a shepherd to become a great leader servant of God. Saul was in his prime when God stepped in and changed the course of his life. Both men are best remembered for what they did in the last phase of their lives. Could God be calling you to something big, something that you don't have any plan or aspiration to engage in? Please do not run away from God because he will find you and bring you right back to your assignment. You heard what was written about Moses after he died at age 120 years. There was no large funeral service for him. In fact, God buried him up in the mountain. But he was strong in his old age and obedient. Moses became a friend of God in the twilight of his life in a way that he could never have imagined in his first first 80 years of his life. 
Saul, who later was called Paul, served God passionately and with utmost dedication, and he was executed by the Roman emperor for the mission that he was devoted to. He did not have a grand funeral service either, but he went out with joy and satisfaction that he had done what God called him to do, and he entered into life after death, confident that God was going to give him a crown of righteousness because he spent his life serving God faithfully. You might not become a household name among Christians. You might not write books and preach in large arenas and lead thousands of people to God. But as you face this new year, what does God want you to do? What is it that he has planned for you? Are you hearing something from God, but you are resisting? What will 2024 be like for you? Just maybe, just maybe God is going to take your life and let you become what he has always wanted you to be. My friend, it might seem scary. It might be way outside of your plan for your life, but yield to God. Let him guide you into areas of service and you will not regret it. To serve God, to be doing what God calls you to do is the greatest honor, the greatest achievement, the greatest expression of service and fulfillment. It happened to Moses in the last phase of his life and it can happen to you.